Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, November 3rd. Crumbs from the table. Today's scripture reading is found in Mark chapter 7, verses 27 through 30 from the message translation, which reads, He said, Stand in line and take your turn. The children get fed first. If there's any left over, the dogs get it. She said, Of course, Master. But don't dogs under the table get scraps dropped by the children? Jesus was impressed. You're right. On your way. Your daughter is no longer disturbed. The demonic affliction is gone. She went home and found her daughter relaxed on the bed. The torment gone for good. This is God's Word. Healing Encounters Sometimes they find us, like the lame beggar by the beautiful gate of the temple, expecting just another coin, but finding his feet instead. Or like Aeneas, bedridden for eight years, unexpectedly called out by Peter, and suddenly finding himself on his feet as well. They won the lottery, and they didn't even know they were playing. Then there are those who work that Powerball week after week after week. And still it's the guy in Hoboken who bought one ticket on a lark who wins the jackpot. Faithful and suffering people who day after day after day cry out for relief, but who find none. In fact, the pain seems to be intensifying. And Jesus has the nerve to say the words, It's not fair? (laughs) Really? You want to talk about fairness? Healing encounters. Sometimes we have to scratch for them, long and hard. Like blind Bartimaeus, who has to scream out, Son of David, have mercy on me, as Jesus passes by, the crowd motioning him to shut up all the while, and who, when Jesus finally summons him, throws everything aside and stumbles and fumbles his way to the voice. Or like the Syrophoenician woman. Matthew straight up calls her a Canaanite. She wasn't just an outsider and a woman. She was a cursed outsider, a Canaanite. Did she let that stop her? No. Did she let the fact that Jesus was a Jewish Messiah who was in hiding stop her? No. In she presses. Picture her trying to press through Christ's disciple bodyguards, begging, pleading for them to let her through, while Jesus looks on, doing and saying nothing. Picture him staring straight ahead as if she doesn't even exist as the disciples begin to beg him, Jesus, please do something about this woman. She's making such a nuisance of herself. Healing Encounters Sometimes it's about just being loud. Oh, I see it. Ah, Healing encounters. Sometimes it's about just being a loud enough nuisance for a long enough time. And then Jesus speaks, but not to her, but to them about her. I actually don't see him making eye contact with anyone at this point. Sorry, look at the destination sign on this bus. Israel. Our mission is to Jewish people. She's an unwanted distraction from our purpose and mission. 
If that doesn't seem cold enough, now see her finally break through the protective circle of disciples and collapse at Jesus' feet with a simple, emotionally fraught plea, Lord, help me. And still Jesus resists. He plays the reluctant healer to the hilt. How could you argue with a distressed, weeping, desperate mother groveling at your feet for mercy? But that's just what Christ does. I still see Jesus staring straight ahead, not visually acknowledging her as he verbally spars with her. That's right, argue with a desperate woman in pain. Did I mention that healing encounters can be messy and meandering? How about they can seem downright mean and demeaning too? It's not right to turn the dinner entree for the children into food for the dog. And here it turns. All healing encounters are pivotal moments in our lives. And right here is where the pivot happens. The woman talks back. The woman argues with Christ. Yes, but even puppies under the table get the children's scraps. Now there's eye contact. I've heard you. I see you. Oh, woman, great is your faith. Done! Matthew has Jesus saying to her. Good answer, or roughly, touche, Mark reports, followed by, go on then, the demon's gone and will never come calling again. Perhaps we can find it in our hearts to yet love and trust a reluctant healer who allows himself to be bested by a woman in an argument. And she didn't even have to wrestle with him all night like Jacob did healing encounters. Sometimes it's just a matter of having enough chutzpah to press for the encounter and to refuse to take no for an answer. One more time. So as you pause for a moment of reflection and prayer in this moment, ponder. When asking for healing, either for yourself or another, how readily will you allow yourself to be put off by an initial no response? When have you found yourself pushing the argument and the envelope when life seems to be a great wall of resistance? Lord, when to hear the no, when to refuse to go, Help me to know when it's time for which. Fill me with some Canaanite chutzpah to fight like a girl, to stand my ground, to refuse to leave empty, to refuse to let you off so easy, to stay as long as it takes to get some of those crumbs from the table. Through your mercies. Amen. <laughs>